You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Welcome back to the Carlson Chronicles. I'm Charlie Wyrock III, your narrator. This episode is dedicated to Josh Verusum, our number one fan. Communication was opened up with Chief Fallen Deer by Tad Johnson and Rachel Robson. They helped to officiate a treaty so Ian could do his job. Let's join the story and hear what happens next. It's the morning of 15 May, 4062. Ian and company have packed up camp. It's time to investigate the settlement of unknown beings. Lars had spoken with the freehold archaeologists that were working at the Frederick Dig site. Lars, vitals are a myth. They can't be real. Our lore says Down Syndrome and Albino Pueblo were banished over 300 years ago. It doesn't seem logical that they could have survived, much less prospered. Today we have group homes for those born unusual or challenged in some way. We also have such homes. Our people care for those born different for their whole lives. The histories say that we began those practices, but there were those who resented being forced to live as we would have them do. They escaped into the night, and many still disappear regularly. They'd never have to want for anything if they would let us be responsible for their care. Those born with a disability are cared for within the freehold. We also have recorded disappearances of the impaired. Nothing will get solved standing here jacking our jaws. They're 400 yards east of where we stand. I want to go ask them where they came from. You know, I agree with Lars. Kaylee's standing there with her arms crossed and waiting on us to decide to take that walk. That's at least three of the five of us that want to ask them what they would say about themselves. Time to take a walk. I too would like to solve the anomaly. Well, at least that's decided. Why does it sometimes take five minutes to find out everyone wants to do the same thing? The camp wasn't a camp at all, but a well-ordered settlement made of red clay sun-dried brick. When Ian and company came near the group of inhabitants, they started out to greet them. Let's listen in. Hail and well met. I am Two Feathers. This is Ian, Kita, Lars, Carrie, and Kaylee. We'd like to meet you and find out how your settlement comes to be here. I'm Gene Barnos, the leader of our outcast tribe. We came here from our original home in the area once known as Mississippi. Our culture has outgrown our towns there. We came west because our historians say we came from here in the beginning. The shock of seeing Jean's nearly clear retinas and red-tinted eyes took the freeholders by surprise. The fact that they were also milky, indicating blindness, almost slipped by them, as no one was guiding Jean when he walked up. I'm the scribe of Freehold 3. I'd like to learn some of your history for recording human diversity. We would be glad to spend time with you or your representative. We are 502 beings cast out or escaped care from the Seminole, Creek, Cherokee, Choctaw, Onada, Navajo, Pueblo, Apache, and Freeholds. 
Our numbers grew over the generations since the once humans were seeded. The home tribe is nearly 15,000 strong. We decide to come here in hopes of integrating into whatever society comes to exist. As equals with differences. You're very well spoken for an outcast from any of our societies. How were you educated? Carl Carrison brought scribes companions who stayed with us and taught us. Then we trained our own teachers for the last several centuries. Carl is my grandsire's great-grandsire. Why didn't I read of this in our histories? That too we can answer. Carl taught that we needed to remain hidden rather than be kept in seclusion by the existing peoples or persecuted by those who thought albinos were demons because of our eyes and lack of skin pigment. Lars sat down hard in the dust which rose in reddish-brown clouds around them. They had decided they were staying. Before our companions stood people thought of as only living in the freehold legends. They had thrived in conditions that would challenge any freeholder. Now they were here asking to be granted their birthrights in the societies that cast them out. You'll have to come back and get me. I'm going to learn about these wonderful and different survivors. Are you sure, Lars? Jean, would that be possible? Lars Olafsson is known even to us, from the diggers to the southwest. They would be welcome. Callie would also be welcome, as her own mother made her way to us with a brother. Her brother is a hydrocephalic would not be able to adapt to the Forrester cultural norms. How do you know of my team? You haven't gone to the past or future, but our past crossed your future through the scribe's passage. We will be needed. Your own father, the Ropeson, came to us ten months ago and told us to come here and settle. How? When? I was with him always. He gave us this, so you would believe. Jean held out a headband with two eagle feathers for two feathers. We could hear two feathers' sharp intake of breath and see his head bow. He was truly with you. This has been missing for over five years. I had made a replacement for my use. Ian thanked them for their hospitality. Even though he had to move on today, Lars and Callie would stay. What an unexpected turn of events this is. We're going to take a short sponsor break. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Tracy Babian, casting director for Privy Projects, The Carlson Chronicles, and Everyone's Night Terrors. We've been working on some exciting new projects. First off, we have launched a new website for Everyone's Night Terrors. You can check it out at ents.simdiff.com. Secondly, Everyone's Night Terrors has been launching some new material. Well, for us it is. We are going to be uploading Edgar Allan Poe's short stories once a week in a new series called Poe's Works. Look for new episodes every Sunday. Third, we're going to be working on Edgar Allan Poe's novellas, uploading those in chapters after the short stories are finished. And here's the best news of all. 
Sven Neukrantz and his wife, Birgit, have worked a new score of music for the second book of the Carlson Chronicles titled Years of Wondering. You can hear the new music on YouTube. Just look up Sven Neukrantz or Years of Wondering or Sounds of Silence Trio. When you do, take a moment to subscribe to their channel so you don't miss any of their new music coming out. Well, that's all the news we have for TKC and ENTS. Don't forget to subscribe to both shows wherever you listen to podcasts. And say hi. We like it when folks say hello. Thanks for listening to the news. This is Tracy Babian, your announcer, signing off. And now back to our story. Ian, Two Feathers, Kita, and Carrie got back into the half track. Now they had to get on the road to Anadarko and the clan chief assembly meetings. After two unremarkable days of camping, eating, sleeping, and driving, they arrived in Anadarko. It definitely wasn't what Ian had expected. In shock, Ian realized it was a clean concrete and brick city. Wide paved streets ran between the dwellings and shops. The domed government building sat at a quadrangle of parks and shops. Not what you expected, huh, Ian? I really don't know what I'd expected, but this isn't it. This is a proper western town right out of the history books, only better, it's clean. People are coming and going, and not even our half-track caused any kind of surprise or alarm. It wouldn't. There were military vehicles in the preservation vaults in Altus. Your father and grandfather helped them recover some of them so they'd have faster than horse transportation. Mechanics is one of the highly attended classes in their secondary schools. I was trained in geology and practical computer system applications. I didn't want to be called a motorhead. I'm a soldier by choice, not because I couldn't do other things. The freehold systems are faster and more powerful than any built here, but what is built here is adequate for the level of technology we've attained. No one has come out to meet us. I know they expect us. Look at your tablet. The welcome and directions are there. Kita has already read them, or we'd not be turning into that hostel's parking area. We don't want to squash any of those scooters or tiny personal vehicles that are already parked. Okay. Not what I expected either. They all piled out of the truck. Taking only the packs with clothing and other necessities, they headed toward double glass doors and a nicely appointed lobby. How and when did this get built up like this? A lot gets done in a thousand years. The scribes give them schools 800 years ago. The new school buildings were what Keita and I spoke of when you asked about them during the first survey. We didn't even consider that you might know about the progress that has been made. The borderlands, where grass and trees are just now expanding into, is the location where the dangers reside. There are 40,000 people here today. You know, there hasn't been a mountain lion sighting in town for over 20 years. The bears are another story, especially black bear. They love to go through our garbage cans. Allow me to get our packs under the cart over there. Go get our room keys, will you? A soft bed rather than a camping mat will make me feel better tomorrow. Frederick was on the edge of the borderland to the south. Ian, there are stretches 
where no one has walked in 2,000 years. The blasted lands west of Phoenix may not be reclaimed for centuries. Principal Chief Iron Benjamin Johns would not take kindly if we weren't clean for that dinner he's throwing later tonight. I packed the gray wool suit when you weren't looking. Jeans and a t-shirt will not cut it. Kita and I called ahead for proper clothing to be in our rooms before we left the freehold. It will be my first time to dine at the clan house. Why wasn't any of this in Dad's notes? It's called control. The freehold population needed to believe there was a little outside the freehold. It wasn't hidden, and your father was angry every time he had to leave out the details. People here are very much civilized. There are those who lived in the dead areas that are uncivilized and dangerous. We and the Apache have had 800 years to get our act together. We aren't as advanced as the Freehold, but we are gaining on it. Why do the Comanche and Fort Sill Apache live as they do? If a better way of life is available, they should want it. Falling Deer and the Comanche wanted a more primitive and natural hunter, gatherer, and trading society. It should be workable in theory. The problem has always been food supply contamination. Some of the animals they killed had been infected with plague and disease from foraging in the dead cities. Old Anadarko still exists. It's underneath the new city. Rather than live in devastation, these people put a skim coat of earth and concrete over the top of the city that had been destroyed. There are access doors into the old city, but why would anyone but historians and archeologists want to go there? They are nonconformists living in the old city here. They made a choice. Some of the mutations are monstrous. The city marshals keep a watch for mutant intrusions and try to detain rather than kill them. Those people are us, but for the grace of any god one might believe in. Let's get checked in. I need to continue reading the documents I brought from the freehold. This might be a tough sell. The Comanche and Fort Sill Apache are so different from the people I see here. The rooms were nice. Wide windows looked down onto the streets and into gardens behind and between the buildings. The facilities looked very much like what Ian was used to in the freehold. Makes me want to rent a room. Anyway, they had four hours to wait until walking the 60 yards to the Apache clan house. It looked like a three-story stone house with four wings and a dome covering a central courtyard. It was modeled after the shape of a Thunderbird. Ian needed to be on his toes. These people were smart and organized. Two feathers knocked on Ian's door at the appropriate time. Ian, are you dressed and ready? Almost ready. I never had to tie a tie before in my life. I had clip-on ties growing up. I read the instructions, but it just comes out backwards and wrong. Hand me the tie. Make a loop big enough to go over your head. Place the narrow end under the wide end. Flip the wide end over and then around the narrow portion like this. Then pull the wide end through here to create the slip knot. Here, put this over your head and then pull on the narrow end to tighten the knot. Thanks. Why'd you grab the gray suit? and not the green nylon and bamboo suit. These are conservative men. There is only one woman in the clan's chief assembly. 
You need to be polite and dignified. No showing off with memory tricks. Just enjoy a good meal. Don't drink the wine they make from the prickly pear cactus flower bulbs. It is as potent as Don's moonshine. Stick with the water and fruit juice offerings. You must keep your mind clear. I'm as ready as I can be. Do I look dignified? You were born more dignified than your grandfather, and he talked them into the modernization you see in the city today. Don't try to be anything but whom you are, and the tribes will follow you. Lead on, Macduff! You've been listening to The Carlson Chronicles. We will return in two weeks with another episode. Written, directed, and produced by J.A. Babian. Narrated by Charlie Wyrock III. Here are the stars of the show. Tom Cat, Tony Homeperm, Mark Pullen, Ellie Hirschman, Tim Evans, James Leeper, Tracy Babian, Malcolm Clays, Josh Portillo, Daniel Abaday, Gary Tangway, Paul LaBelle, Keith Martin, Rachelyn Hughes, Micah Henderson, Echo Unclespay, James Sedevy, Bruce Jaworski, Ryan Birch, Krista Huffaker, James Roberson, Sarah Patterson, Julie Bowles, Katie Dushaman, and produced by Privy Projects. Casting Director, Art Design, and Ian Steen by Tracy Babian. Audio Engineer and Sound Design by J.A. Babian. The Carlson Theme and Gears of Wondering, written and produced by Finn and Burgett Neutrons, used with their permission. Background music by David Pesslin Studios and used with his permission. Special thanks to the Comanche Nation, also known as Lords of the Plains, and their archives on the internet at www.comanchenation.com. To learn more about this show, go to www.privy-projects.com. Listen to this podcast on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, CastBox FM, Podchaser, Audible, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. When you do, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a comment. We like it when people say hello. Hi, my name is Tracy Babian, co-author of the Carlson Chronicles podcast. My husband, J.A. Babian, the main author, had a triple stroke in the latter part of August of this year. Jerry was lifelighted to Tulsa, Oklahoma, with a brain bleed that the doctors thought they were going to have to do surgery on him, which surely would have killed him. Thank the Lord they didn't. He survived that brain bleed and swelling, but he is in need of so much for his recovery. I have started a GoFundMe to help with all the costs that I just don't have. I retired back in April of this year so that I could take care of Jerry, as he was starting to show signs then that I just didn't catch. Little did I know this would be a blessing in disguise. He is fighting this setback of memory loss and 75% use of his right leg, arm, along with his cognitive speech. Considering the doctor said he would not make it, I consider him to be a miracle. Medicare has only granted 12 visits of physical and speech therapy twice a week. He needs at least six months worth of speech therapy alone. That is a total of $4,000 we need to pay up front that I just don't have. So far, we have had $775 in donations of the $10,000 we need come in. 
Please donate today so that he can get his needed medication, therapy, and also help pay bills that Medicare just will not cover, even if it's only $5. I update this account so folks can see his progress. You can go to my Facebook account, Tracy Babian VO, to find the pinned link with the title Jerry Babian Stroke Victim Needs. Jerry says, thank you. I still have a lot to write on my stories that I want to get done. Please help me to achieve that goal. Thank you in advance for your donation. Tracy Babian